0: Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today we have Craig Groeschel. And for the next couple of days, he's going to be talking to us about getting over it. Basically, how so many people can hold grudges over stuff that's just not important. And what happens is they allow these grudges to rule their lives. They allow what somebody else has done to them, something even so small to allow them to get into a bad place, a a funk, and a bad mood, and all these different things. And it ultimately keeps us from doing the things that God has called us to do, like love and be joyful and all these things. So it's a great message, and it's so important to us that we don't hold grudges, that we forgive quickly, and we literally just get over things, because that's what we need to do to move on. Here's Craig.
1: We're gonna talk about forgiving the small offenses that often will accumulate, lead to bitterness, and hold us back, from my belief, what God wants us to have. In fact, I'm curious, that all of our different churches, it's no fun without you, how many of you would say, you know someone who can be easily offended? Raise your hands up right now, just raise them up. Do not point at them because you could offend them because they're so easily offended. If you don't know someone who's easily offended, chances are you're not on social media because it's a jungle out there. Everyone seems to be offended, almost, almost everything. It's so easy to be offended by something small. In fact, you might find yourself um, tripping over smaller offenses. I don't know what it might be for you. Maybe someone rolls their eyes at you and it just sets you off. Maybe someone has a tone in their voice you don't like and you take offense to it. Maybe someone forgets to say thank you for something that you did to serve them, to make a difference. I can get so incredibly offended when I'm driving in traffic and I let someone in and they don't give me a thank you wave, which is somewhere in the Bible that you're supposed to honor the one who lets you in. I'm like, you didn't even give me a, just a nod, a nod, a thank you, a thank you. I could have left you there. You could still be stuck in traffic right now if it wasn't for my grace, godliness, mercy, to impart to you the gift of, of, of parking. You, you can get offended um, when a friend doesn't respond to a text. Or they slow respond. I, I I hate it whenever I text someone and I know they read it because they started to respond, because I saw the bubbles. I'm like, there were bubbles, there were bubbles. You were bubbling me, and now you ghosted me. I'm so offended. You you can get offended. Just by looking at social media, what people post, how often they post, if they comment on your friend's post but not on your post, if they unfollow you, that is the, the, the unforgivable sin in the social media world. We, we live in an age of perpetual offense, quick to be offended, quick to call foul, quick to judge, quick to become bitter. I'm not pointing at anybody else, I can be the worst. I was driving home from church with Amy just a couple of weeks ago, just preached God's word to God's people. Someone cut me off in traffic, which got me going. We pulled into a restaurant for Amy to go in to get some fast food and someone didn't like my parking job and gave me a bad look. The next thing you know, there was a guy with his middle finger sticking out and I was done. I was done. If you've been with our church for a while, you know I don't love cats, and I don't like the middle finger. And so your pastor who had just preached God's word put the car in park, opened the car door, and got out to settle the score. All for the glory of God, mind you, serving as an instrument of righteousness and justice in this world on behalf of the one who created it. I'm getting out of the car. I'm so offended. Then I realized he wasn't even flipping me off. He was flipping somebody else off and I was offended on behalf of the other person and wanted to stand by that person. (laughs) In other words, if you're on a continuous search to be offended, you will always find what you're looking for. If you're always looking to be offended, you will always find what you are looking for. And I hope you'll understand. There is never, ever, ever, ever a win in living offended. I have never found myself saying, oh, I am so much better because I am so bitter. I'm having a better day because I'm offended over something small. My marriage is stronger because I'm carrying a grudge My relationships are richer because I'm offended. I'm closer to God. I'm making more of a difference in this world because I've accumulated small offenses that I let get up under my skin. I'm so much happier today. There's never been a win in living offended. And that's why I tell myself over and over and over again, something I hope you'll internalize and tell yourself, and that is this, that your life is too short and your calling is too great to be offended by something small. Your life is moving by. Your calling from God to love in this world is so great. To be offended, sidetracked, distracted, or hurting because of a small offense. In fact, I love Proverbs chapter 19, verse 11, a verse that we will revisit at the end of the message but I wanna start it with the tone of this verse when Proverbs says, a person's wisdom yields patience. It's to one's glory to overlook, everybody say "overlook." overlook. To overlook an offense. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. And that's why the title of today's message is, I'm over it. Nudge the person next to you and say, I'm over it. Doesn't matter what you did on the way into church, I'm over it, I'm over it, I'm over it. How is it that we as followers of Christ get over the grudge? How do we grow past all the little daily temptations that we have to so easily become offended? I'm gonna give you one answer, one big statement, and we're gonna unpack that for the rest of our time together. How do you grow past the daily temptations to be offended? The answer is, we close the gap with love. We close the gap with love. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 12 tells us, hatred stirs up strife, you know this. Hatred complicates and distances relationships, but love covers all offenses. Love covers offenses, we close the gap with love. Let me unpack this for you for a moment. There is a dynamic that happens in every interaction. You may not notice it, but it happens in every interaction you have with someone. There is a gap between an action and your reaction. Someone acts and there is a micro gap, there is a moment, there's a split second where you make an interpretive decision based on what that action means. There's always an action, there's a gap, and then there is the reaction. There's always a gap between the action and your reaction. The key is this, you get to choose what you put in the gap. There's always a gap. And you get to choose what you put In the gap, for example, there is an action. A man puts his middle finger in the air as he's driving by your pastor. There is a micro moment, an instant, where I get to interpret the meaning behind his action and put something in the gap before I respond. We interpret the meaning of the action. The problem is we are horrible interpreters. You are, I am, we all are. And you know it because how many times has someone misinterpreted the meaning behind your words or your actions? And you thought to yourself, how in the world could you think that I meant that? I would never have, have said that with that kind of intent in mind. Don't you know me better than that? How could you think that I would ever do something like that? I would never mean it. We're horrible interpreters. This is called the fundamental attribution error and we almost all will slip into this. The fundamental attribution error is this. It is the bias to attribute our own behavior to our circumstances while attributing someone else's actions to their character. We're attributing our own behavior to some external circumstance. In other words, there's a reason why I did this. You should know me, you know my heart, you know what I'm like. You know there must be a good explanation for this while we attribute someone else's actions to their character, meaning they're not a great person. In other words, if I did something to disappoint you, there's a reason. Come on, man, give me a break. You know me, you know my heart. If someone else does something to disappoint me though, it's very tempting for me to attribute their action to their character. Well, he's just not a good person. Well, she's just inconsiderate. Well, he's just rude. Well, she just needs Jesus to save her soul, okay? It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the misinterpretation. And you know this, we do it all the time. You walk into the store and your kid throws a fit. There's a reason, right? There's always a reason. Your kid didn't get a nap today, and there's no snack. It's been a hard day, give me some grace, my kid's just having a tough day, she's not always like this, give me some grace. Someone else's kid throws a fit in the store and you determine that's a lazy parent raising a demon-possessed terrorist and we need to protect ourselves from them. (laughs) Give me a break, there's a reason, but you are bad. There's always a gap, there's always a gap.
0: You get to choose what you put in the gap. What do you put in the gap? That was Craig Rochelle, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Craig Rochelle, I'm Over It, The Grudge. You can also find out more information about him at his website craiggroschelle.com and he is the one and his church is the one who actually started the bible app that you use on your phones and his church is life church life.church and he's got lots and lots of resources out there for you i encourage you to download the bible app and start different plans there's so many things to help you out there grow in christ so hope you have a wonderful day i'll see you again tomorrow god bless